You know, at this point, it's like just as soon as you hit record, just yeah. fucking start taping. Kind of. <laughs> there you go. What's up, y'all? Hope everybody's good out there. Hope everybody's well fed, warm, keeping nice in the in the in the. I should say cold because it's so damn warm outside. Hope everybody's keeping cool. I should say that. Yeah. What is it? Ninety something. Eighty-eight. Hey, next week. I mean, our neck of the woods, folks. It's going to be in the ninety-four. I think range. Yeah, that's what we should do. We should add weather forecast, temperature updates every once in a while. Podcast. It's like Chris go. Hey everyone, it's me, Chris. By the way, the time is three forty-two in the PM. Temperature is eighty-eight degrees. You know what? I can do that while I'm on top of a roof. Hey y'all, hot as fuck. Stay inside. <laughs> That'll what be movie my was support. That? I'm trying to remember if it was a movie or a comedy sketch. You know what's the temperature like outside? Uh, yeah, I think it was a sketch. And the weatherman's like, "You got a window." Open it. Oh, it was uh, Good Morning Vietnam. That's right. Robin Williams, Good Morning Vietnam. Oh, the Got a window open right it. There. Top Love five comedians. Dear Lord. Top five. I love top fives, Chris. You probably are catching on to that. Yeah. I am catching on to that. Yeah, they you, are. You know what? They're fun. But before I, before I tackle top fives, because that's the thumbnail, I guess, the title, I do got to ask you, since we are meeting yes, each sir. other here in the man cave, which I'm hoping others out there are starting to catch on. They want to cool off in this hot weather. They go down on a man cave where it's nice and cool. Even if you got a light trying to show you off. <laughs> um, I forgot to say that the last time. Their favorite podcasting app. You know what? Who cares? We are on your favorite podcast because I did talk about how the numbers are higher there on you our know. podcast. Yeah. Yeah, it's all good. They'll find it. us. They'll find us eventually. And they'll find a friend. And they'll, they'll, yeah. they'll want to talk to us. They'll find Speaking of which... We got to eventually talk privately about seasons because apparently that's what they do on podcasts. Season one, take a break. Season two, take a break. I'm like, I don't know. We'll figure that all out. See, we're sharing this information with you guys. Maybe that's a good time to say, hey, if you got any questions to ask Chris or I, email us or put it in Instagram. Not my personal Instagram because I don't like to talk to you people there. But on Meet Us in the Man Cave, about how Chris <laughs> wants to do it, that's his business. Yeah, that's fine. I don't have any issues with that. May not get to immediately, but being an introvert for most of my life, being a quiet kid, not talking to a whole lot of people. I mean, I, I respect any and everybody I meet now. So I'm open Speaking to of it. being a quiet kid. And then we talked about a little bit of horror last week. See any decent movies other than I know your mom's anxiously awaiting for that one. Do you get a chance to see that movie yet? I feel bad. I forget I the name suck. of the movie already. <laughs> That's good. I'm always forgetting names of stuff. I still suck. I can't. I can't sit down. Recently, I don't know what my you're busy. Problem is. There's something about a house or houses that you're dealing with. Yeah, I, I watched a movie yeah. about a guy's about to lose his job. It sucked. <laughs> it's a horrifying movie. <laughs> yeah, that's a terrifying. Uh, no, nah, right other than what I talked about last week, the uh, the Exorcist or the Pope's Exorcist, I haven't really stumbled across anything interesting. I've been keeping an eye. I don't know. If, if anybody out there listening or watching, you can help me, or maybe Chris knows. Tubi, is it pronounced Tubi or Tubi? It's a, it's another streaming service. It's free. Tubi. Tubi. It's free. I think it's Tubi. Yeah, it's got ads, but the ads on YouTube are worse than Tubi. And I've been trying to watch that more. I mean, mm. yeah. I'm like, God damn it. You know what? The fucking two ads thing. 
on YouTube. I want to fucking you know, throw Chris, my phone. Whenever our, we are able to monetize on here, we'll tolerate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a catch. Yeah. You know, to be fair, to be fair, uh, I don't know. I think I'm gonna. I'm, I think I'm still gonna be pissed. <laughs> Why do you want? You don't. You don't put in the button for me to skip this ad. You only do it on the second ad. I'm gonna Stop be doing that shit honest. to me. There's a good chance that by the time we are monetized, bad. we won't be watching our own content anyways. It's going to be the year 2035, and <laughs> and we'll be flying fucking space cars around. And I'll be around. really open to saying anything, because by then, I really won't give a fuck. <laughs> I'll actually be making the ads for YouTube for you to watch I'll two times. hair, and I'll be like, what'd you say? What'd you say? Huh? Sorry, you'll be a mil- millionaire have, by then. You'll be fine. I'll have the, uh, why can't I see anything, Chris? You're the next. You're the <laughs> next PewDiePie. Fuck! You look like the next. Uh, oh God! Hey, these are Star more Trek comfortable now. Jordy, Jordy, Jordy LaForge. Uh, in the next Jordy. This actually <laughs> is more comfortable. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I, like I don't this know how more. my ears got fat, but apparently they did because it's just a little tight there. You now, as you get older, your ears grow. I don't know. But, you know, enough about, well, well, I'm sure I'll find some movies to talk about here next episode. I'm sure, because that's part of my goal. I always try to find something new to watch. Uh, let's see. I'm going to skip Cars. I'm sorry, Chris. I'll get into that later. Anything new okay. with the music world for you out there? I mean, I forgot to mention it last episode, but I swear uh, this guy has got some shit that needs to be talked about. And that's uh, Oliver Anthony Music. But no, Oliver Anthony Music and what and that's not his name at all. Come, Stage come to, name, right? If I could bring that out to people, that's not his name. His name is actually Christopher, Christopher Oliver. And uh, I forget his last name, Makes you th- which is probably Makes you th- Anthony. I don't know. And what he did is he's naming his whole music, music project behind Oliver Anthony music because Oliver Anthony was the name of his grandfather. He's going by his grandfather's name, but, uh, Man, he's blowing up really hard right now, and uh, his his song specifically, uh, "Rich Men of Rich Rich Men North of Richmond," because <laughs> he's uh, I believe he's Virginia I, I based. I started thinking that's probably why. But man, or Indiana. Uh, I forgot to I forgot to mention him last time, but holy shit, he's saying stuff that is uh, it's great. It's great for the working man. It's great for the working class. Like he's pretty much addressing all the stuff that we have problems with. He's actually gotten Nashville is the closest like uh, to actually signing him to a record deal and things like that. If rumors are correct, he's turned down upwards north of $8 million contracts to which the point of him recording is that he does not want to be held, held under a record contract He's not want to have the the producers. He's not want to have anybody interfere with his music, and he wants to be below the radar. So he continues to release music under his YouTube. I mean, if you look at it, I mean, homeboys recording in the fucking woods. He's got a microphone, and he's got his. I believe it's a Dobro. Uh, it's you know the old steel slide guitars. I believe he's on that right now. Uh, he's completely anti anything that is associated with the music movement. He's, you know, he's he's 
he's speaking his truth. He's staying true to who he is. And God damn it, like respect. Because he's he's just saying what he what needs to be said right now. So if I could shed a little light on him, because he is fucking important right now in music. He's standing up for himself. He's not selling his soul, as so many would say. Other than that, Zach Bryan's album, his new album, I believe it's self-titled, but it's going to be releasing as well. Big Zach Brown supporter. If you guys are into that at all, look it up. Look into it. Get into his music. He's fucking... He's also a big uh, proponent of not giving into the music industry as it stands. He, asked, he actually released an album that's... uh. It's called All My Friends Hate Ticketmaster for all the shit Ticketmaster's been doing. Like they've been, how they resale uh, mm-hmm. live album sales and stuff like that, live shows, live concerts. They resell it and they like mark it up to 2000 plus dollars. Yeah. All that bullshit, which the artist never sees. The artist never sees any of that. Ticketmaster does their thing and they fuck over the artist and they collect all the profits from that. So anybody that's buying secondhand from Ticketmaster and all the others, you should be aware of that. I know you just want the, the ticket to the to the show, but this is what's going on behind the scenes. Like the artist only sees about a hundred bucks of that, and Ticketmaster sees nine hundred to a thousand dollars of that ticket. So all you Taylor Swift fans need to be aware of that as well. Watch out for that shit. It's it's highway robbery. Just just be aware of what you're doing out there. It's getting rather uh, convoluted and fucking and messy in the music industry. Some of these ticket prices that you're paying, I know you're proud to say you you have a two thousand, a five thousand, an eight thousand dollar Taylor Swift ticket, but it's it's not going where you think it is. It's ridiculous. I'm off my soapbox. No, I'm I'm going to. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a musician. I don't know what it's like to deal when it comes to executive producers and, and recording. Uh, you know, it's that's that's been a vicious cycle for so many years. I mean, granted, today artists mm-hmm. are not relying as much on their album sales as much as they used to because let's face it, people are you know they're streaming their music just like they're streaming their movies. You know, you you get your most people are buying their music or they're streaming it from either Spotify or Apple or Pan. Pandora, I guess. I'm not really sure, but if I was a musician, yeah, I don't want those guys controlling my pocketbook and I don't want them to be, you sign the dotted lines to do, I'm thinking with selling your soul to the devil, especially down there with the uh, Southern blues. I'm trying to think of the artists, but uh, I'm going to butcher this all up, but I've even heard, I it wasn't, it was 2012. It was David Lee Roth, Alex and Edward Van Halen, right when they were releasing the last album that they had a different uh, kind of truth. They were talking about those days on how little they made. And this was before Ticketmaster even existed. And then talking about with, they had a record deal with Warner brothers. They were making pennies on the dollar. Mm-hmm. And today yeah. with these artists that could, I mean, look at us. Technically I'm in a bedroom. I call it a studio. You're about ready to rebuild a man cave. And I'm sure as you're going to be, rebuilding a structure down you're going to thinking about well what can i do to improve this and do that that's all they're doing they're they're building i mean you might as sure. well and uh yeah screw those guys that have been taking control over that stuff and the Ticketmaster, those evil bastards you talk about t- taylor swift first of all i want to be careful because i'm not a fan of that but at the same time taylor swift i know her name is up there big time on the charts if i could real quick 
I don't want to seem like an anti-Taylor Swift. I think Taylor Swift is phenomenal. I think she's great. You know, I just have no problem with her. I think she's makes good music. I think she writes her own music. I think she's an honest artist. All this other stuff, but it's like the I I just see the prices that are being paid. And it's it's like, ridiculous. Holy shit. And the thing of it is, Taylor Swift to to put her name on a positive, and I'm I'm not here to disrespect her. I'm not a big fan of her. Okay, but I'm not here to downgrade her. I'm just I'm never have been. Mm-hmm. Um, she has to have a certain price from her own percentage, and sadly, it has to be a little bit higher because of Ticketmaster. If Taylor Swift was sure. out during, let's say, when I was younger, her ticket prices wouldn't be nearly as high. It has nothing to do with her as a musician, as a song, or whatever it is. It has nothing to do with her legacy. It's just back in the day, tickets were so much cheaper because Ticketmaster did not exist. I feel sorry for people that go out and spend as much money as they do on tickets today because it's absolutely ridiculous. It's absurd. People just want to go to the show, but they don't realize what yeah. they're roping themselves go into. Support your local bands. You'll find out that they're fucking amazing. Nothing against the artists that you mentioned. Fuck me. Well, okay. We'll speak of the artists that you mentioned. If you love music so much, go to Memphis. That- go to the local bars down there. I, I know a lot of them from what you hear. They still perform down there, and it's so much cheaper to see them perform there. I don't know if you've seen, but this... I mean, the guy I mentioned earlier, and Zach as well, but I've been watching Zach since he was, like, on YouTube, and he was fucking performing on his his neighbor's, like, fucking porches and stuff like that. Like, I've been watching him for a long fucking time. Oliver Anthony yeah. right now. The dude don't want nothing. He's got to eat. He wants yeah. to get He's a message eat, though, out So there. you want to support him, but, uh, yeah, at the same time, I, I get what you're saying. He's a very, he's a very interesting catalyst to the music industry. What are the best way to support right these guys if they want to stick to YouTube and, of course, with podcast? There you go. They could start their own Patreon, dude. As long as the money goes to him and supports what he's doing and what he's writing, like that's I one thing I love no about Patreon. Someday we'll have to get into that. But there you go, folks. He's contributing his art solely to you, and it's more personal too. I just think that's absolutely. When the, when the machine gets involved is the only time. That's I have one thing an issue I love about YouTube, Twitch, Patreon, and of course there's other platforms as well. Uh, Vimeo, you could support those artists directly to them, and before you know it, you might end, they may end up doing, they may end up having like pot their own podcasts where they're introducing podcasts related to videos to where who knows some of the membership could be. You could be a guest or it could be personal. It depends on that artist. But I think that's the way to go this day and age. Great. They still want to. It really does. I, I'm not a musician. I don't know what that, that uh, what they call it, the perfect drug when you're up on stage performing live in front of an audience. There is no better high in the world. By the way, you could say that because <laughs> I know Chris is going to laugh, but that's, it's a true thing of what they say. There is no better high in the world than performing live. I mean, Scott, if we're talking about, um, you know those songs, our top five songs, which we, 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 we've heard kind of so many fucking times that it's just it's just like nails on a chalkboard to us anymore. It's like kind of the, the, the songs that you would just rather just not exist anymore. Like, I'm okay if I never hear that fucking song again. It's okay. I don't need to hear that song no more. Like, it was cool the first... 1,000 times. Now it's fucking... Now it's just like... It's poison to my ears. I'd rather not hear it no fucking more. So that being said... Scott, do you want to start off? You know what? I got to have an honorable mention 
And I'll, I'll save that at the end because we did mention an artist that uh, if I'll remember it by the time we get to it, because <laughs> when I would hear that song, <laughs> yeah. yeah, my top five folks, this is yeah. Stuff that I just, I, I can't. And Chris has already said it. If I'm in, I'm going to use, if I'm at a banquet and there's certain songs being played that I can't control and I try to be mature about it, but it's still there and I can't get it out of my head when I'm gone. I, that's how I'm trying to paint a picture here. Because radio is this day and age. Let's face it. Most of us are probably listening to Spotify or whatever, Apple. You're, you're, you're really controlling your music more so today just by this guy alone. That's one grand thing I love about it. I'm going to go with an artist that I've always appreciated. And man, can that play man play the piano? Yes. Mr. Piano man himself, Billy Joel. Oh. If I have to hear fucking uptown girl anytime in my life for the rest of my life, this is why I'm bald because I can't, that's one song I can't stand. I pulled some of those hairs out. Billy Joel is great. Had some phenomenal music. And I'll say, yeah, back in his early days, the guy could, the a true born musician in this world wrote great songs. Just, I've never seen him in concert. I'll be honest there, but I I've grown up in the seventies and the eighties where Billy Joel just phenomenal. Oh, I mean, bro. hell him and Elton John were known for their concert tours. Shameless. Holy shit. <sighs> yeah, buddy. That, that fucking uptown girl song. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, it can be as we're going into this, ladies and gentlemen, it can be artists that we respect to a certain degree, but it's songs that we have heard so many fucking times to where Scott said it best. We w- we want to pull out our fucking hairs like it needs to stop. Like we've heard it in. I don't I don't care if it's fucking elevators. I don't care if it's fucking JCP, JCPenney. Um, I don't care if it's fucking Macy's, I don't, you know, just different stores that play all that fucking music that it's like, yeah. Stop it. Stop that shit. It's funny, but my my list is going to su- kind of surprise you because it's kind of uh, social media. And it's just all the music that's used in sh- social media that's just fucking driving Please don't me say it's from my other channel because I'm actually proud of that. God damn it. I actually created <laughs> no, that, that little no, song. No, 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 no. I, I'm res- Okay. No, <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. <laughs> Uh, five, anybody who's been on Instagram lately, I don't know how to fucking actually say the correct name of this song. I call it Instagram, and it's called Makeba. I have no clue. Oh, my God. This girl, <laughs> I don't know how to fucking describe it. She's writing a song about, a, uh, I believe, a civil rights activist. It's been used so much in Instagram on, on the, these different shorts and reels. And it's just become, it's on every video. It's fucking driving me nuts. I don't know how to describe it any any more than that. If you haven't heard it on on your reels, I'm sure you'll play play something that that I'm will a, tell I'm them what to, it sounds like, yeah, and they'll recognize I'm it. Afraid instantly. to do some research because something tells me I'll I'll hear two seconds Fuck of it and go, oh my me. god, I just got no no I can't I'm, I won't say I won't share what just popped in my head. It's way too. Nope, 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 nope. Chris, I'm going to do you and all of our loyal viewers and listeners out there. I'm not even going to play one bit rate of that song. I just looked it up on YouTube. I don't know how I've been very fortunate to miss it until this moment. Um, yeah. Um, anyone out there has got good taste in music. I'm doing you a good favor by not even. Yeah, you heard me. No samples of that crap. <laughs> 
Okay. Fuck me. Just, just, I had to throw that in there because it's been such a fucking bother See, for me I, recently. I want to say this so respectfully because you do have two daughters. I know how girls love to do yeah. their dancing on the, the short TikToks or whatever. I, I know girls oh, love that. That's, God that's what it. girls do. Okay. That's what they do. Yeah, buddy. Is that where you're hearing uh-huh. this stuff from? Is it, or is it the, uh, the one thing that was a trend with, uh, the, uh, G- Jenna Ortega <laughs> from Wednesday? Is that the song you're? Ref- I don't. I don't. Not the. Not the series. But I'm gonna send it to you. To, I'm gonna send it to you. But 100. percent 100. percent What you're talking about? How, being oh, the daughters okay. of girls. Yeah, I get it. And and oh I'd almost God. guarantee they've had it on one of their videos. You're not lying there. I'm, but it's just it's so fucking worn out, man. And I think she made the song for a good reason. It was a civil rights activist. Like I think it, this mock. Makabe, M A K E B A. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you the that way you can play to know what we're fucking talking about. But I swear to God, that song. If it comes up <laughs> one more time in my fucking Instagram, I'm gonna throw uh, my phone. Okay, I'll go ahead and get to my next one that may help help you out a little bit right now because I understand. Please I, do. Please, I, please save me. I tell myself you can't break the rules. And this one was like, okay, how do I edge this into a four? And it was tough because I thought back to when I used to play soccer all the time and I would hear the girls, the cheerleading and the band play a certain song all the time. But the funny thing is if I hear it today, it doesn't bother me as much. So I didn't add it to the list. And that's it. Uh, I can't even think of the name of the song. Uh, it's a song from the eighties. It was big. Turn around, bright eyes. Every time I fall apart, turn around, bright. I can't think I of the name. Exactly I, the thing is, I feel bad because I know I know the title, but the thong, the thong. Uh-huh. It's the thong song. No, that's not it. <laughs> thong song, baby, Drew Hill. <laughs> it's not the thong song. Hell yeah! <laughs> luckily, I, I should say, nah, never mind. I didn't have to hear it as much because I'm thinking of my DJ days of songs that I had to hear so much, which I'll get into that later. But that song, like I said, it doesn't aggravate me. But there is one that, to this day, that when it came out, I want to say 99 or 98. And if I have to hear it today, I want to oops that, you know what, brightest crossed her head. If I have to hear Britney's songs, oops, I did it again, then you know what? Don't sit around and sing about it. If you shit yourself, I don't want to hear that song anymore. Or whatever. Was it oops, I did it again? I hate it so much, I don't know the name of it anymore. <sighs> That song was so genius because it could be used so many when ways. It's, if Weird Al tackles it, I love it. But when I have to hear the original, I just like, okay, I get it. Oops, you shit yourself again. I guess it's because I, when Britney came out, I was kind of like, what's the big deal? And I know why. Because Britney and Cher were responsible for that damn auto-tune. Granted, it existed before you know them, what? but because of them, it got even popular. And it made people who can't sing, oh, I'm going to shut up. I'm going to get off my I thought. I thought she was. She was an attractive little I'm shit, but I just honest. was. There was others that I, I, I just. I guess I got annoyed by her. Yes, I would be lying if I. She's in so. She's in amazing shape this day and age. She's got a very attractive mm-hmm. figure and all that. And I'm sorry for what she had to go through. I get that, but there's just something about. I, and it was my later years of DJing, so that has a lot to do with it. I just got so fucking tired of. It was all of a sudden I seen women turn into little girls and no offense to little girls, but I'm look, I'm proud of myself to being attracted to women and I don't like seeing women turn into little girls. Sorry. <laughs> you know, that's, that's a crazy, that's a crazy statement you just made. 
Like you're you're proud of yourself for being attracted to females. It's like that's crazy. That's crazy to say. I think it's shown <laughs> signs that I've been alone way too long. <laughs> this so, day and age. Yeah. This this day and age. I mean, that's crazy to yeah, be proud of. I just but, uh, that and I've been watching too many guys on YouTube you know, that like to catch those six sons of bitches and have them burn in hell for what they're doing. <laughs> that's no also words, an Jennifer intro, Aniston's my like age a, and she's an hotter than these thirty year olds. There we go. <laughs> That's an interesting introspective as well, is that your uh, your DJ background into it, that oh, it has does. to play a part. Big time. Has to. Because you've heard it so many fucking times. And Genie in a Bottle. Absolutely. Oh, that's not on my list, but that's another one that related. Uh, oh, shut up. It's Chris's turn. Man, Christina was That song. Too, though. I'll tell you what. Shit. I'm talking about the song. Uh, it's your turn, Chris. It, it, ru- it rubbed it's your you turn the wrong to get way. my mind off of that song. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a genie in bottle. It did not rub you the right way. Okay, number four, flocking. I'm sure I'm gonna get some hate on these on the next two, especially. But uh, fucking Celine Dion, <laughs> my fucking heart will go on. Oh, that almost I swear to God, too, but it didn't. <laughs> I don't care if that woman's fucking a phenomenal okay. singer. I don't care that that movie was a good movie. I mean, it's it's a good movie. I won't call it a great movie. It's a good movie. I mean, I'll watch it. Leonardo's but it's like, it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's okay. It, Titanic is not as hyped well, up as people want to make it. <laughs> it's so good, but fucking Jack could Jack could sit on that fucking door. Don't there was enough room for that. Don't try you to convince what? me I'm otherwise. Because it's great that those two have continued to stay friends out there all these years. But I still say, yeah. bitch, you could have helped him get on that door. <laughs> Hold his fucking hand. Do something. I mean, he might have died of hypothermia, but at least he fucking tried. Don't let him sink to the fu- fucking bottom of the ocean. Put him on another door. Or That's do something. That's what makes Leon song so triumphant and so amazing and made it <laughs> oh fuck her god damn it fuck her i you know she gets on my every last fucking nerve she married her producer just like shania twain just all the all the fucking weird shit she did and then you know i'll see every once in a while that shania fucking twain video pop hot. up where she's doing oh yeah i fucking love shania twain. sorry remember. but for different reasons not not musically her cooking but, channel uh, yeah, she fucking cooks a great meatloaf. I'm just trying to help you get through it. Celine Dion. I sympathize because I fucking hated that song. <laughs> but I swear to God, that fucking song drives me nuts. And then you know that, you know that kind of, um, it's kind of a meme now. But she does live in concert where she tries to uh, mimic like vocal ranges or something like that, and she goes all the. Um, <laughs> It's what the fuck is that? The, uh, That's all fucking bullshit. She's doing nothing but blowing off a hot pocket. You know, <laughs> speaking <laughs> of she hot pockets, I miss lean pockets, and I want the story of why they don't make them anymore. When there was times I wanted to, to stay in uh, better shape, I would really, and this isn't healthy by all means, but I'm like, okay, I'll just focus on eating lean pockets. And they helped me out. And they were really fucking good. You know what? She, she fucking asked for it. She did. She did that shit, and it's fucking weird. So pretty much my entire list boils down to Celine Dion as a person, apparently. Number four, I don't want to ever hear another Celine Dion song. Okay. Yeah, I can understand why. 
There's just, yeah, there's just, she's got a very all dimensions about her that just, yeah, stay in Montreal. Fucking gets on my nerves. I, I just stated where I think she's, because I know she's, she's a French Canadian. So I'm thinking, yeah, stay in Montreal. And I have nothing against Montreal. Yeah. Just I'm thinking if she stays there, I live further enough away. I probably won't hear that's anything from her as well. You know, you're rich. Fucking my off, heart will go on if we world. never hear her again, right? Or your heart will go. See, you have yeah, to say iHeart. iHeart Radio. So that's how I got started. Fuck. <sighs> Fuck her. Okay. I'm going to go to the opposite sex now. I guess you could say that right okay. today. Or No, you can't say that. It's just No, you can't. All right. He's, no. he's definitely, no. this this individual is definitely, uh, yeah, from his shows that I think he had on VH1. This is a guy that was a part of and still goes on on tour. In fact, they were a part of that big arena tour. Joan Jett. And then, of course, they were phenomenal. Poison, from what I've heard. Def Leppard and Motley Crue. Yeah. But anyways, it's not about that there. And I have nothing against Brett Michaels. I love, I applaud him in certain senses. Okay, when he's up on stage performing live, that man shows that he is having the time of his life up there. And he appreciates his audience and his fans. He's always been that way. He's always showed that attitude. So I want to give my props on that there. Nothing against Brett Michaels at all whatsoever. Womanizer a little bit. Okay, I get it. But his song that he's so proud of, and I get it, he's proud of it, but I'm so fucking tired of. Do any of you out there know what it is by now before I say it? It's hurting to do with every rose has got its thorn. I am so sick and tired. It's like, okay, here comes Brett Michaels solo. What's he going to play? Every rose has got its thorn. I swear there's probably four fucking acoustic versions of that song. Fuck and yeah. I, I get it. It's a great, but I'm so fucking tired of it. Just like Phil Collins. I love Phil Collins, but into the air tonight. How, I bet I've heard that. Song. Was there ever a bell that went off? That's your million time of hearing into the air tonight because they played the shit out of it. And that's the why. That's the why. <laughs> that is why I'm so fucking tired and never want to hear every rose have its thorn again. They played the shit out of it. Just like white snakes. Here I go again on my own. That's not on my list, but I had to say it real quick. Fuck me. You know what? I love that fucking song now. Yeah, play have it on your playlist. I don't know. I don't know if it was the model. Oh, his wife. You know, actress. Fucking laying out That's... on fucking on top of the cars or whatever else, but fucking that song. I love that yeah. shit. <laughs> so okay, here I go. Again on my own. I'm gonna new, do number three right now. <laughs> okay. Number three, I couldn't come up with a single song. Oh, I hate that song. So it's going to have to be artist-wide. Like, it's just this fucking artist I'm done with. I'm, I'm sick of fucking hearing from her. Every fucking song goes, I mean, even even down to the fucking Christmas albums, goes in my, my trash file. It goes, it goes in the dumpster. And that would be none other than Miss Mariah Carey. And I swear to God, it, I don't care what she can sing, what whisper notes she hears... I thought you were gonna say somebody else. <laughs> None of, I don't. I don't care what she does. You thought I was no, gonna say Whitney no, Houston? No. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but it's Mariah Carey. It's just for me. She's so. Ugh, she's just cringeworthy. She's just. She, her early day um, stuff. I liked it. Her like first album, but yeah, after that's kind of. And, and and as we're going about this list, it can be artists that we you know some songs we're okay with, but just. Overall, her as an artist has really just shown me her fakeness, her her this, that, and the other. What she what what she did to get there. I mean, I'm not going to go into a big feel about it, but 
I mean, her whole persona and her just as a and as an artist, I couldn't come up with one song that I hated. So it had to be just her entire catalog. <laughs> I'll be okay if I never hear another Mariah Carey song. Sorry, it's just gonna. I'll be, be stuck okay. There. <laughs> yeah, I could see why. It's a shame. I mean, when you said when you started, when he's going in the female, and you start saying Christmas. I know she's not, but she's had a Christmas. I'm like, oh God, Chris, please don't say Kelly. I, I have a, I have a big I, Kelly no. Clarkson has got an amazing voice, and I kind of have a big crush on her. So, so Kelly, I know you're single, and you know what? I've seen I've seen Kelly Clarkson in concert. She's uh, I like her. if you like Kelly watching Clarkson. podcasts about this nature, and you're like, who is that ugly son of a bitch? She's kind of. The other guy's married. This one's not. <laughs> That's never going to happen. Time to wake up from this fucking dream. Okay. No, nah, but seriously, I always thought Kelly's just, she's she's a phenomenal talent. There's no, so I'm glad you didn't say her name. Sure. Um, I will not. She's not on my list. She hasn't done anything I would, no. I just listened to her voice and go, oh. What yeah. my man cave. Just when she's live, <laughs> she's not, she don't need no fucking tools. And you know, I mean, I'm probably going to get hate for that, but... You know, Mariah Carey is a phenomenal singer, but it's just to the point where There's I'm people fucking give worn you hate. out. Here's my little violins for you. Hey, I'm, I'm worn out, man. Are you ready for my exciting number two? And I think a lot of people will agree to this one, especially from during that time. Let's hear it. Thankfully, I think, I'm thankful that it's not played as much. In other words, I haven't been stuck in a position. Even like, I'm going to use Banquet as... I want to say banquets because my son loves to dance and there's times that music's being played that I cannot control that's being played there. And I'm so thankful that this right. song, and I'm going to jinx myself because he has this Halloween party that comes up in his soccer banquet. And there was a time, and I think it was the early 2000s, and I just couldn't walk away from it. I couldn't escape it. Macarena song. Oh, yeah. And I know it was from a YouTube, I from understanding YouTube thing or whatever that because that was that same i think it was the same time that people were cringing on that poor teenage girl that did the friday song and i didn't i didn't have to hear it yeah and I, i'm thankful that i didn't i guess it was my algorithm but it's yeah. friday my algorithm friday. didn't go near that but the marker but i was also dj and i think at the time when that and okay if i'm do if i'm fortunate enough to have a videography if i'm hired to do a job for a wedding Oh, sure as shit. That song's going to be played. And I, I actually had to look up the guy's name or whatever. It's like Los de Rios. I guess that's how you pronounce it. Not even but that know. song is very close to my number one because it's somewhat related to that. And I, that is definitely will always be my number one. Not, that was my number two. My number one. Oh, my God. I'd like to rip the skin off my bones when I hear that song. Yeah. I feel like we're going to be close on that. Just going to going upon what you're saying right now but let me lead into my number two which uh is also social media fucking driven if i had to call it i don't know if this would be facebook days or youtube days which one it would be but son of a bitch fucking rick roll you know rick roll i'm like i'm i'm fading on it a little bit Oh my God! You'd know it as soon as you heard the intro. It's that it's the drums intro, and it's him in "Never Gonna Give You Up," "Never Gonna Let You Down." Yeah, you know that fucking course. song. The oh thing of it is, he was a, he had a Foo Fighters. They always are known for bringing people up on stage, whether it's someone in the audience, or he actually uh -huh. was came up on stage. They brought him up on there, 
And even uh, Dave Grohl was like impressed on how strong his lungs are. That, but that and song, <laughs> it's not, it's probably not anything against the it's dude. It's more popular today. You know, have you ever, no, have you ever seen um, getting Rick, Rick rolled? I don't know. I'm right now blank on it. That, 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 that is what they do. They'd have an interesting like part of the first video and then they cut into Rick roll. And they'd play that fucking song. Oh, I hate that shit. And they'd call it getting, getting, yeah, getting Rick. Rolled. Ironic. So you'd be interested in the video, and you'd be That's like, "That's what they oh, did what in the, the fucking eighties." Here, and then sure enough, it'd be like, "Boo doo, never gonna get it." And it'd go into Rick Roll. I don't know how it became a thing, but it yeah, fucking I became a thing. John. But they get royalties on it though, so that's a great way to make extra money. <laughs> but it's annoying. Yeah. So uh, I mean, yeah, that that for me, that's my number two. It, it fucking, but it drove me fucking nuts every time getting fucking Rick rolled. And it, and, and it's a, probably a decent song. I don't know. Some people may have loved it growing up, whatever. But damn, they turned it into a fucking thing. Ain't no stranger to love. To where I'm okay. And, yeah, I'm okay. Never hearing that that motherfucker again. <laughs> I'm good. No, it got me to thinking back when I was. Here's here's something that will give a lot of props to the old school um, from back in the back in the late '80s to early '90s when rap was really getting popular. They were sampling a lot of songs from other artists. It was samples, but they were sampling the music, the beats, and all that. But today they're mm-hmm. they're really rebooting the heart of another song. Okay, let's take for an example Sugar Hill Gang. That song and the music itself. Okay, it's from an was it Chic? I'm butchering, but I think you guys get the idea. See, back then they sampled it. They they and it was cool as hell. And that's what DJ. That's what really Drum made loop. DJing as good as it was. Because I'm going to bore the hell on this subject right now. I remember seeing a DJ was phenomenal. He would take three turntables and he would mix Depeche Mode's "Personal Jesus" and that doon doon doon. He would actually take three records and mix it all. He would physically doon do do do. And that was sampling. You don't get that anymore today. And I could guarantee you, someone like say Run DMC, the Beastie Boys, they'd be backing me up. Like, yeah, man, whatever happened to that shit? I got two turntables oh, yeah. and a microphone. Oh. Where it's at? Beck. <laughs> I, I knew somebody that would yeah, have, because he didn't have two turntables. He had two microphones and one turntable. He's got, I got two microphones <laughs> and one turntable. Your fucking math is off, that's bro. What, what are you that's doing? What it was hysterical. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, I just wanted to give a little props, a shout out to, I hate to say it. It's like classic sampling of the late of the, of the eighties of that. They, today they fucked it up. They didn't know how they can't do it right. They can't sample it. Oh, my number one, speaking of DJs and weddings. Yes, sir. You know, back in 2000. No oh, shit. Oh, I wish it was. no. Let me do my math again. Back in 1992, 92, I turned 22 on a Friday. I always felt like my birthdays hardly ever came on a weekend, but it was all set up beautifully. It was a bar that um, I didn't really work at, but I did it sporadically through times. It's called Stubby's in Vandalia. And um, my old buddy Todd was a DJ there and he was a phenomenal DJ. I mean, he did old school shit. I mean, uh, he, he preferred CDs to him was when he had to go take a piss. In other words, he plays CDs when he had to take a break, but he vinyled. He used technique turntables. There you go. Dropping some old school shit on you. Well, in 1992, I had a tool belt that I was wearing to carry my beer bottles and shit in. And I had my favorite bartender, Nicole, surf me. 
there's a smile on my face, Nicole, if you're watching, I'm still thinking of you. Anyways, there was a, there's a, yeah, dead, cool. there's a part in the evening about 1030 the night and Todd, who was not afraid to get in front of a microphone and make a huge announcement. And it was all set up to where I think it was Nicole brought out a bar stool. The music stopped. The music was still going. Todd is talking. He's setting it up. And of course, I'm going to make this say it now because I'm not a big fan of sharing my old nickname, but I'll share it with the world now. Todd pretty much said, Scoot, I need you to come out here on the dance floor right now. We've got a big birthday present for you. So I noticed there's a bar stool. So I sit there and then uh, he starts playing the song that I'm about to share with you. And he's like, no, no, whoa, 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 whoa. He rips it. And I looked at him like at mm-hmm. first, like, you motherfucker. Because he knows how much I hated that song. But he literally took this record. He pulled it, scratched it. He's like, no, no, no. I I can't do this to you. I can't do this to you. Nicole, by the way, could you come back out here? And he takes that record and he breaks it. And I start applauding. I thought that was it. Nicole brought out a box of 45s that Todd and a bunch of them ordered of the electric slide that I cannot stand. That is my number one all-time song. If I ever have to hear it, I think I'd rather have, you know, like in Terminator where he rips the skin off his arm. That's what I want to do when I hear that song. Because when I being a videographer that still puts myself out there, hey, if you got a wedding, sure shit, that song's going to be played. So I'm doing everything in my power, holding that gimbal up and not wanting to drop it. But I have to share that story because that's how much I was so, I think of that song on a good verse. I got to break a bunch of 45s from the electric slide. Oh yeah. Again, I got that one song you're stuck in my head because I'm not trying to think of the electric slide. You know, what's funny about that is that we're not so off the spectrum here. Um, Cause we both arrived at a song that is kind of, DJ related and it's uh something you hear almost every function. Electric slide for you, number one for me. Fucking cha cha slide. To the left now, y'all. One hop this time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just so oh my god. Like that song. It's the lazy stepchild of the electric slide, too. Yes, it is. It, it it's literally like electric slide laid out a template. And fucking cha-cha slide just fucking followed up with it. Like, let's cash in, brother. Let's do it. One of those songs oh, where every time it, you know, comes on during a wedding, I sit there and I roll my fucking eyes. Like, oh, fuck, here we go again. Like, it never fucking fails. It's on every DJ's list. It seems like exactly like you were saying, they put it on when they have to take a piss or go go and you know, find their next beer or whatever else. Like, here you go. I can fucking put this on fucking repeat and they'll just sit there and fucking hop like fucking bunnies. Like it yep. <laughs> makes me all. Yeah. That's it makes me all of a sudden. That's me. Yeah. yeah. That's, that, I'd rather oh. hear uptown girl than that shit. So, I mean, I think that's funny how we kind of arrived at almost the same song. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll just give my honorable mention here real quick. Cause we talked about it, this individual and when it came to ticket, Matt, not that, that it's her fault, but when I had ever, cause I, I will hear it with these banquets and it's that damn Taylor Swift song. It sounds like an annoying, <laughs> I'm so pretty. I'm so giddy. I'm so, uh, what the hell's the name of that song? Uh, did, did, I can't even think of the name of the song right now. <laughs> Shake. Is it what it's called? Shake it off. Thank Shake you. Shake it off. 
I, I, the first, Shake the very off. first time I heard that song, Shake. I was like, Shake. oh shit, this yeah, song yeah. is going to, it's going to kill me. I mean, has that ever happened to where there's huh? the first time you hear a song, you just know it's, oh, it's cringing. hundred percent. This is going to be played by every fucking body, everybody around me. And it's going to fucking drive me nuts. So, Absolutely. So Zach has his banquet. I guarantee you it this year they'll have it on there. Cause it's kind of like the songs that, that they, they try to keep. They, and I get it. That's one thing I am thankful that the song is safe to play around. But when I hear it, it's Taylor Swift. And you know, I with know. Your, yeah, with your background in D- DJing, you totally know the, the yeah. beats per minute and how they construct things in order to keep the crowd moving. You totally understand all that. That's absolutely going to be a staple, just like any other of the staples of a DJ. Safest RPM, I, mean, I think, is 118 for DJing. Sounds yeah. familiar. Sounds uh, about right. Da, 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 da. I mean, you can go up and Especially down, the tech but boy, that's, that's a workout. Yeah. When you even out, God, I, Marilyn Manson. I remember that was so fun to do with the beautiful people, the lights. <laughs> oh, that's a fun song. Believe it or not, as a DJ, that's a fun song. Now there was one thing that we did and I'll shut up about this. That actually helped fix the electric slide is mixing. This is some, some serious DJ shit. So if you people are still listening, you might like this. Or if Chris Morgan, if you have to play this kind of music, the electric slide, why don't you mix? Mm-hmm. You have to use some turntables now. You got to mix that damn electric slide with some old school Pink Floyd run. It's cool as hell. Oh, oh yeah. This, really? See, that's the kind of shit we used to do. We try to find different things to do, kind of mix things up to throw people off. And it's so cool when you got the electric slide going and you got mix, mixed in Pink Floyd's run. It's, it's like, ugh. The people are still out there dancing, having no clue. They like it. Yeah, because they're expecting something else, and then it's like this kind of yeah, this finger in the butt comes in. But I'm telling you, <laughs> it, it, it does sound really cool. <laughs> run, run. It's the same RPMs. It's really cool. So, Morgan, if you're actually listening, there you go. I challenge you to mix the electric slide with some Pink Floyd. He's probably, if he were listening, be like, I don't fucking think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll never, I'll never count Mr. Morgan out. Nah, nah. I just, I, I just, I actually, that's something I'd have to ask him if we could ever get him on here. I lo- oh, I'm sure he'd love to talk about that. What is the equipment that you're using today, or what is it you prefer as a DJ equipment that you use? There you oh, go, yeah. Morgan. I challenge you to some new subject that's not Halloween related. Yeah, I'm, I'm into it, man. I mean, my BPMs are definitely different from yours. I mean, we've never talked about it before, but <sighs> folks, I got kind of a bombshell to drop on you. I used to, I used to <laughs> B-boy. I was waiting for him to share that. I, I, I had a, a tight group of friends that I grew up with in high school. And uh, yeah, I mean, for a large <laughs> portion of my life there, B-boying was enormous for me. I, it was huge. I noticed you waited to share that towards the end. <laughs> I, did, I did, you know, as we're crossing the, the one hour mark, you know, whether you want to leave that in or not, I'll leave that up to you. But oh, I put it out there. I'm not a, I'm not ashamed of my I just past. Know. I mean, we had some pretty, pretty big gigs. I mean, we, we played or not played. We danced in front of like, you know, crowds of 5000 and plus like we had some fun times. We were kids growing up. I mean, I obviously realized that I was not good and couldn't take it into a professional aspect. <laughs> but, you know, kids growing up, those guys, those guys were my everything. They were, they were 
they were like my brothers. They were like part of my life, man, that I could never replace. So I'll always respect that time in my life and those guys. They kept me out of a lot of bad situations. And uh, to some aspects, I owe, I owe my life to those guys. Yeah, I try my, but this is where I'm telling myself, oh, I talk a lot about the, my past and well, we're going to let Chris finally share his past there. And I'm, I just know that I thought we were going to bring that up before, but I'm like, yep, yeah, he's, he's starting to loosen up a little bit more because he at least attempted to share that there. So I'm sure you'll find that archive video somewhere yeah. on YouTube. <laughs> why, the, why the fuck not? You know? <laughs> Yeah, it's out there. Well, I mean, there's a few of our performances out there. I've sent one to Scott and he, uh, I, 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 I just thought not, I got it. to myself like, <laughs> Oh, this is one of those things that when you first start dating someone, you know, and then of course, let's say in your case, let's say when you started dating Natalie and then of course your mom starts showing, Oh, let's get out the photo books and all. <laughs> She used to be a stripper. Did you know that? <laughs> that all being said, what button should I hit right now, Chris? <laughs> Please oh, hit that Natalie's wanting me button. to right now if she's watching. <laughs> Till next time, our top five strippers did a Dutch. Chris and I want to thank you for listening or watching Meet Us in the Man Cave. Since you enjoyed watching us, make sure you want to tell all your friends about us subscribe today and click on that notification bell. It's going to be helping you being reminded when our next episode is uploaded or even possibly a live stream video. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and of course, YouTube. You can listen or download to meet us in the man cave on your favorite podcasting app available to stream or download. So you can listen to us all you want, whenever you want. For more information, go to meet us in the man cave.podbean.com. 